0: Hello, and welcome back to Life by the Moment. I've been thinking a lot the last few days, actually, so I guess a lot of moments, not just one moment. But I've been thinking a lot about um, uh, my ancestry because I've been working on trying to get our family tree together for my children and my grandchildren. And um, we've done extensive research, my mom and I, and we use Uh, ancestry.com just that's just what we chose to use Um, and we've all gotten you know our DNA done my brother my younger brother hasn't but the rest of us have so we kind of have a clue based on the family tree and the stories going back probably into the late 1600s we've been able to reach in some parts of the family it's funny how how it it, ch- it changes from when I first started to where it is now because the more people, of course, who have their DNA tested, the more of uh, the um, combination of DNA and uh, how it is distributed among different family members from different areas and so on, how that works. And, and of course, the, my father's line versus my mother's line and then the join, the two together and it, so it's changed every time someone new does one. Um, so it started out with, I I knew that we had some Scottish-Irish ancestry uh, with the names McManus and Buchanan in, in our family. That's obvious. We also have uh, Ferguson and some other uh, Scottish names. But I assumed there would be something else in there Based on the fact that my, my father, he has, well, he had, um, it's, it's white now, but he had at one time very dark, almost black, curly, curly hair and very olive skin that would be super dark in the summer. Um, a very distinguished, uh, not distinguished, what do I want to say, um, Definite, definite features in his face that that suggested there was something in the past there. He was born, as was my brother, and I, I think maybe my sister, but I know my brother was, with what they call Mongolian spots. That's not necessarily the scientific term, but that's the term the doctors always used. When they were infants, which is like a bluish marking along the their lower oh. backside, which is indicative of only specific people in the world, one being Native American, and of course, there was always the rumor, like most families, American melting pot families have the rumor that their great-great-great-grandfather or whatever or grandmother was, you know, Cherokee or whatever. Um, and we had, of course, that same story. My dad has some pretty pretty specific memories as a child of going to the um, the second Fox Stomp Dances, and at one point, one of the elders was had my uncle on his lap and said I could give this little one head rights so there's a lot of little stories and hints about that and definitely see features in my sister and my brother that go along with that so that's kind of what we always assumed but I haven't found anything, there's nothing that suggests that anybody in our family all the way back to the 1700s um, were of any kind of uh, um, Native American or Indigenous American descent. It's all European. And in fact, now that my dad has done his DNA, now it changed from a, a majority of of our uh, the percentage being distributed among Scottish uh, and English, with some Irish and Welsh. Now it's forty. I think it's forty three percent in mine. It shows forty three percent uh, Germanic Northwestern Europe, uh, including, you know, parts of, uh, uh, Norway and even stretching a little tiny bit into, um, like Czechoslovakia and places like that. Uh, France, heavily in France and Belgium is where my dad's seems to come from. So it's interesting because that's changed to where now our Scottish and our Irish is more in the 20%, 28%, I think. And 20 something else I don't know how that adds up and then 2% Welsh so we've come from celebrating hey you know I was fascinated with the the indigenous America traditions and all the tribes and I studied and I thought oh it's so cool to be a part of this and then nope you're not a part of that and then to think well maybe it's something uh okay well maybe it's Celtic and let's look at the Scottish um the influence because knowing that the Celtic people basically came from, uh, the Middle East area, whatever. And, um, so I thought, well, that's a cool connection. And then, uh, you know, it's changed again. So, so all of these different cultures that are aligned with these different regions of the world, it's fascinating to learn about them, first of all, but it's given us sort of a fractured sense of a culture and this isn't a, a poor me, oh, my poor, you know, middle-class white person <laughs> whine. It's not that. It's, in, it's just interesting to me how we do that to ourselves. How we we want it so badly, I think, as melting pot people. So I call myself American Stew. As American Stew, I I want badly to be able to connect to something. But now I'm realizing, okay... So that is what it is. It's, it's kind of a brand new culture that I'll just call American Stew. And we can create and be and do ha- whatever we want with that. So today I'm celebrating my American Stew heritage and my American Stew culture. And I'm going to dream up everything that that can be. A combination of so many different cultures in, into one melting pot. Because that's what my family is. And I'm proud of it. And uh, so I'm grateful for that today. So I just want to share that. And my son, my autistic son here is trying to chime in. Jason, what would you like to say today? Say something. Say hello. Hello. My name is Jason. My name is Jason. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right. Okay. Until next time, have a great day and live your life by the moment. Bye-bye.